0: Welcome to a new edition of the Pocket Limp Podcast. I'm Rick Henderson and I'll be your host as we careen wildly down the rapid torrents of tech. This week we'll be looking at the plethora of Disney Plus news to have come our way recently as the streaming service nears its 24th of March release date in the UK and Central Europe. Joining me will be Pocket Lint's Associate Editor Dan Grabham, who will talk us through the deal Sky has made to integrate Disney Plus into its Sky Q service, why The Mandalorian will only feature weekly from launch, even though it's now all available in the States, and what the future might hold for the platform. I then chat with one of the driving forces behind one of our favourite games of all time, Little Big Planet, Media Molecules' Alex Evans, who will explain how Dreams is one of the most ambitious PS4 projects of all time and why it's great for young and old. And Pocket Link's contributing editor, Cam Bunton, will pop in to review the Samsung Galaxy Buds Plus true wireless earphones. Are they an AirPods beater? But first, back to Dan and Disney Plus. Right, Dan, um, Disney Plus and Sky have signed a deal. What does that deal entail? What what will Sky people get out of it, and what will Disney people get out of it?
1: Well, basically... um Disney Plus will become fully integrated with the SkyQ platform. That's at least what we think will happen. Um, that's the sort of integration that we get with Netflix, where it, you can um, interact with programmes without having to go into a separate app, essentially. So it's just like extra Sky Sky content. So we think that's, that's how it's, that's going to work. But basically, it'll be full access to everything that's on Disney Plus, including The Simpsons, which we know now, all the Star Wars films in 4K HDR, um, and uh, The Mandalorian, of course.
0: Yeah, and that's quite a compelling offer in itself. I mean, Disney Plus, a lot of people have been gagging for Disney Plus ever since it was announced, uh, in fact, launched in America. We've been waiting for it to come to the UK. Now, um, does SkyQ, do you know if they've got the exclusive or will it be apps on other platforms?
1: There'll be apps on other platforms as well. We've heard about um, Amazon Fire TV um, only, only just, just today. So um, it's, it's, it, it's, really, uh, it, it's really kind of a universal thing. And um, so it's not exclusive to Sky as such, um, but they but they are sort of having this this deeper integration with, with with the platform, just like Netflix.
0: I mean, that is really the key, because um, so many times TV manufacturers foolishly just say, here's a load of apps, expecting everybody to be able to sort of like control their TV like they do their phone. But a phone is a lot easier to control than a television. Um, so deep integration is really key I think on this isn't it
1: yeah definitely and we've seen with other other sort of services on SkyQ as well like BBC iPlayer for example that um, that without that sort of deep integration you know you've just got these these sort of isolated um, sort of silos of content as such it's only when you sort of bring it all together that it, it really starts to sing it's this is sort of part of Sky sort of attitude to being sort of a one-stop shop for content. Um, and, you know, it is expensive. They are doing a a, um, a, a new bundle uh, ultimate deal. But, you know, Sky is an expensive platform. So they want it to be, you know, they want it to be value-packed as well. And obviously, the temptation are with, is with the, all these fragmented services, that if you can't get it through Sky um, and you have to have different subscriptions, then that's going to create other issues further down the line because people will go well actually i'm i'm only watching x from netflix and y from disney plus so why don't i just get netflix and disney plus as opposed to having sky as well so it's sort of it's it's really bundling all that that to get that together and creating value really
0: of course, Disney Plus is um, is going to launch with some fashion, some big style, um, and there's been a lot of talk about it. It's almost as if all the hype from America, from the US version is, um, is benefiting it on this launch. Um, but one of the downsides that we've heard so far is that The Mandalorian, which is by far and away its biggest draw because of Baby Yoda more than anything else, um, isn't going to be on the platform all in one chunk, is it?
1: No, it's going to be released one one episode a week, um, which which I do understand because obviously, um, people could just sign up for the trial and watch binge the Mandalorian and then cancel the trial. So it's it's obviously a a, a, a play by Disney Plus there, which which is totally understandable. Um, they have got a deal on it for you know to to sign up for the year, um, which I don't know if, how much is that, Rick? It's forty. Yeah, it's forty
0: nine ninety nine if you pre order before the
1: twenty third of March. Yeah, so it's it's, it's that there's quite a good deal, really. So they're obviously trying to encourage people to sort of to, to have that, that year, really. Initially, I think that the real draw of Disney one of the draws of Disney Plus is actually for you know parents with kids that are in that Disney phase that they really want to see all the see all the you know classic Disney films and the new Disney films that, that might appeal to them. Um, but also, it's got you know other content as well. It's not fe- as feature packed as, as, as something like Netflix. Um, but you know more shows will appear, and it is you know it will be a growing service.
0: We also broke the news the other day ourselves that um, The Simpsons is coming to Disney Plus, contrary to um, popular popular rumours. Um, some people would say, were saying that Disney Plus UK wouldn't be getting The Simpsons because Sky has the exclusive to the series. But no, we found out that series one to twenty nine, that's more than six hundred episodes, will be available on Disney Plus from launch day with episodes with the last series, the latest series coming in November to the platform. So there is a lot more to watch than just the Mandalorian and high street musical, isn't there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I wonder whether that's with the Simpsons episodes, because obviously over 600 episodes will be available on Disney plus. I wondered actually whether that was all tied up with the same, the sky deal where they sort of renegotiated their, their original contract to, to sort of include Disney plus. Um, but I mean, certainly, there's, there's 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 lots of stuff, and obviously, um, you know, there will be a there will be a uh, more on an ongoing basis. You know, we're at the at, at the early stage for this. Um, obviously, we, we talked about Apple TV Plus before on the podcast. That actually, the amount of content there is is fairly limited at the moment, but it will grow. Um, and so, it's about getting people on board at this early stage to then carry on their subscription. And I guess that's 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 the key thing behind. That year deal that Disney Plus have got going on, um, and also as well the association with Sky, because um, people will, will subscribe to it on an ongoing basis rather than just for a couple of months to see what they what they want to watch, like the Mandalorian or whatever.
0: I can also it's, we can also say quite happily that Disney Plus it's this is very early days for Disney Plus. It's not going to launch with a Netflix style quantity of content it's uh it's going to be a slow burner and the best is probably yet to come
1: oh definitely yeah i mean it, it's you know it, uh, but, but I, I think you can say that certainly a, a corporation the size of disney are not going to give up easily on a on a you know just by having a limited limited roster of content you know their plans are sort of multi-billion you know dollars worth of investment in a service like this so it's it's you know it's like you say it's just at the start and we'll, we'll, we'll get a lot more from it as time goes on
0: I also had a, uh, one last hot tip which is that um, if you do want to watch The Mandalorian for free and you, you, will, you want to just binge it in one wait until The Mandalorian has completely screened which is in, in a few weeks, uh, a couple of months time probably after uh, Disney Plus launches then opt into the free trial
1: ta-da! Very good Rick, very good <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Dan, thanks very much for joining us and uh, speak to you soon. Thank you. Still to come, Cam gives us the lowdown on the Samsung Galaxy
2: Buds Plus true wireless earphones. This year, Galaxy Buds Plus, unlike Apple, who added uh, ANC, active noise cancelling to their AirPods with the AirPods Pro, the Galaxy Buds Plus are basically just plus in terms of battery life.
0: Next though, I met with Media Molecule co-founder and technical director of Little Big Planet, Alex Evans, at the launch event for his studio's latest gaming project, Dreams. The PS4 title is so much more than a simple game, being a tool to create your own masterpieces as well as a portal to play your way through hundreds if not thousands of community-made experiences. Evans explained to me its concept and why it excites him so much to see inside the imaginations of others. And we even had a quick chat about the possibility of Sackboy returning at some point too. So, um, I've played a bit of the Dreams um, creations okay, so yeah, far. Cool. Yeah. Um, explain what the Dreams concept is to begin with.
3: Yeah, so the original concept for Dreams was basically what if you had a dream journal by your bed and you had an idea in the middle of the night and you're like, pink elephants flying across the sky and then you know you have to knock them down with a banana. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, whatever you dream about that's what I dream about and, um, and the idea was that you could just pick up your Playstation 4 and make that happen and so I'd now call it a sketchbook if you wanted yeah. a, a one word description of what Dreams is I think of it as a sketchbook but here's the twist which is that because you can share everything online you don't have to be a creator to enjoy Dreams you can, yeah. you can play everyone else's sketchbook so I guess it's a shared online insane dream sketchbook of the world there you go Um, and in the game I mean you can you can create your own games Mm -hmm. or you could just create cartoons yeah anything literally a piece of music uh, a picture my daughter loves doing little stories Um, you know we we had this idea that there are lots of tools it's a wonderful time to be creating you know online you've got like uh, Unity and Unreal and these big kind of engines but they're all very much geared towards a sort of uh, you've got a plan. It's almost like a desk job. You sit down and you work for you know on a particular idea. Whereas dreams is like doodling on a pad. When you're on the phone, you know you're not really you don't have a plan in mind. You're just enjoying yourself. So you can make anything because you can doodle anything, um, whether it's a sculpture or a game, and you can collage other people's stuff. So we release kits uh, and we've released our game as inspiration. So yeah. Our stream is like a you know, multiple hour sort of traditional if you like game. Um, and all the bits of that game we've released as a kit, so you can then mash them together and remix them into your own creation. It's,
0: uh, it's not the first time we've seen a, a genuine um, game creation game, if yeah. you like, on yeah. the market. I mean, your own Little Big Planet kind yeah. of, yeah, the, absolutely, kind of did that as well. But it's from what I've seen so far, is it you can start off really simply and it's very simple to get into
3: but there are a lot of controls yeah so the difference about dreams is and i think it's it's you can compare it to it's so deep that you can compare it to professional packages and already in that moment you're like oh hang on a second this is a game that yeah. people in the same breath are talking about comparing it to pro tools or or these other things but it's more than those things because it's all of them together so a couple of people in the community have said for example I wasn't interested in animation. I'm just a, a gameplay person. And then they'll be making their gameplay, and then they'll just stumble because Dreams mashes all of these things together. They'll be, you know, animating, and then they'll be, oh, I want a sound effect, so they'll be suddenly doing sound design. And then, and before they know it, they've like covered all the bases. Which on a PC or another platform, you have to go into that program for this bit and that program for that bit. And so there's one thing that makes it different. But the other side of it is is that. If you compare it to Little Big Planet, which is a really great comparison point, um, all of those other games, they all are like um, you're making out of pre made bits that the developer gave you. So for Little Big Planet, it was Media Molecule and then for yeah. like Little Big Planet 3 it was Sumo, who made the bits, if you like. There's sort of, I hesitate to say Lego bricks, but it was like, you know, there was a shoe and a yeah. spoon and, and a sack boy and a this and a yes. that. There was one character and there was a set of different things. Dreams had all of that but the thing that blows it into a whole other sort of level is all of those elements themselves can be made by others. So rather than Little Big Planet, where there's only one or two or three characters, in Dreams there's going to be an ever-growing number of characters. Yeah. So you can just say, right, I want um, a 50-foot-tall vampire and I want, you know, wearing a boater hat or something stupid like that. You can do that. Whereas in every other game it's like, well, i have to wait for the developer to release boater hats. and then When's that going to happen? So Dreams goes so much deeper because everything can be made from scratch, from almost like, you know, atomic elements um, in-game. And if that's where it
0: differs dramatically from, yeah. say, a Roblox exactly. and Project Spark. So I, think, yeah. I think that was the other thing. So uh,
3: that you can just genuinely... and Can you share your own creations? Yes. Yes. Every single tiny yep. thing Yes. you can share. Yes, yes. And, well, that's crucial. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Spot on. Um, and I think... A couple of people have said to me, so so the most surprising thing for me about Dreams early access wasn't just the quality of the creations which is obviously wonderful, it was the community and how they bonded and gelled together and sort of hindsight a little bit looking at it I'm thinking well maybe the reason is because they can share every single little thing. Um, So you get people, there was one guy on Twitter who posted that he was struggling with Dreams a bit, the learning curve was not right for him, I've only made this rubbish fence. I love this story I've t- I've, I, I tell it to anyone who'll listen because the, ra- the community were like that's a great fence love that fence and they started using it everywhere and suddenly like there was a Twitch stream and he was watching Twitch one day and a game was being played and he's like that's my fence and there's that like endorphin rush they, as far as I know I don't know this person but like you know they would not had that rush of like I made this silly little thing and now it's it's being used and that's the that's the gist of the medium, of the dreamed community is like this sort of supportive collaborative thing and even when you don't know you're collaborating you could just upload a silly voiceover of you saying you know i don't know a silly line or something and then before you know it someone's taken that and remixed it and incorporated it so yeah that's huge because it's a collaborative platform and not just a And kids i don't know if you've got kids but like younger people just seem to expect that these days of remix culture oh yeah absolutely part of their part of their world um so they take to it. Right. Is all the content created um, curated? Yeah, so, so interestingly, we've also, that's um, down to the people as well. So we, so we have a, a, a persona uh, called the Dream Queen, and she curates. So we have collections and maps. And so a collection is like a, a Pinterest page or something like that yeah. you can collect stuff that you like and you can you know annotate it and if you're into sort of filing you can get really <laughs> sort of OCD about it and, and make it beautiful so yes it's curated and we curate we also do twice weekly streams on Twitch and then everything that we feature on the stream we put into collections so that you can go and find like the you know the weekly streams collection and we also have Media Molecules Picks which is like our sort of creme de la creme yeah. choices so yes curation but that's the boring part of it the exciting part of curation is anyone can curate so oh, you right. could you could become known as and you can follow people and you can follow so they can follow you and you could be known as the person with the best taste in I don't know what you're into so what games you like but, uh, racing games ok fine so you find the best you publish a collection called The Best Racing Games of May 2020 and uh, you'd get all these followers and people would be, like, subscribed and, like, when, when you update with a new game they'd be like, oh, okay. So a bit like c- a Spotify playlist. Yeah, yeah. So you can build playlists in Dreams already and you can become known as, you know, the person who makes the best playlists, basically. So, yeah. In fact, we're, we're, um, we're, slicking up, we're slickening up the UI at the moment in the future patch and I think it's actually even going to be called playlists, but at the moment it's called Collections. So the concept is there. How big can creations be, technically? Physically, um... Huge. so it's funny it's, there, there's thermometers and they they track various things like how much audio is in your level or I shouldn't drink that coke so much um, or how many how many unique objects are in the level so the interesting thing is that the community are learning tricks to build huge levels I mean you know cities and as long as you cleverly use repetition right, so yeah, not yeah. too much memory basically Yeah. Um, so it's the answer is it's pretty unbounded but you have to be, use clever tricks if you go in naively which is great, I encourage everyone to go in naively and just try yeah, stuff out yeah. your first dream will probably run out of the thermometer as it's called, really quickly and that doesn't matter, you'll be like, okay, I've made a small thing ran out of thermo, but it's cool, it's mine it's really your second thing, you'll be like, ah, I'm watching the thermometer now, and I, oh, every time I do that it, it goes up by 3% and so you learn tricks, like, oh, but if I did this other thing, it doesn't go up so much so the answer is nobody knows <laughs> nobody knows how big a level could be because it depends on what tricks they develop and actually there are tricks that the community are teaching each other that we didn't even see coming so you know they'll um, uh, one of my favourite ones was someone they made a, a box, really cheap cost nothing on the thermometer and then he uh, 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 this was actually one of the tips from our stream and he, he got a randomly coloured brush, very brightly coloured like neon paint and he just sort of dabbed it all over in about 30 seconds like this and then he set the background to black and put some stars in the background. Suddenly it was a spaceship cruising through interstellar space, right? And it cost nothing on the thermometer, but it looked like this giant, you know, sort of yeah. epic. And so it's that question of, like, that was very small by lots of measures. It didn't take him very long. It was very simple to do. It's, you know, tiny on the memory budget. But obviously it's interstellar. You just put a sphere there and paint it blue and call that Uranus. <laughs> and, you know, have a glowing yellow one over there, and that's the sun how big can it be I don't know isn't you, that isn't that kind of how development works
0: anyway yeah, and the yeah. fact that you know when Playstation 4 first came out yeah. oh. the difference between then really and point, now in terms of quality of gaming
3: that's, a, that's actually a very astute a spot on yeah you learn tricks as a professional developer and then you learn tricks as a dreams developer and actually that makes me think I am genuinely and it makes me sound like a bit of an idiot but I, I truly believe there's going to be someone who goes and makes a you know um, stands up and says, you know, I'd like to take my Lifetime Achievement Award from the Academy, uh, and I first got into this industry because of dreams, you know, 20 years ago, or whatever it will be.
0: I think I've got one last question, which probably a lot of people asked. Is, you're gonna, obviously, you're going to keep developing dreams. Dreams yeah, yeah. Is, is something that will keep growing, but is there any... Pla- are, are you thinking about a, another little big planet one day?
3: Oh, little big planet. Another or home. maybe in dreams? Uh, I... Yeah, I mean, we don't have any don't have any plans. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I think little planet is very close to my heart. It's our baby, um, and I love Sackboy, but we don't currently have any any plans. All so. oh, right. I, I you know I um, I I think it's a it's a wonderful character, but at the moment we're focused on ArtStream and um, you know taking a breather, getting this thing out. Um, And we'll see. We'll see what the future brings. I mean, Dreams, basically for me, Dreams is all I see into the horizon. And that that excites me. Like, I really love the idea that Dreams is out now. And now we can see where we want to take it and respond to the community. You know, who knows? Saporin might show up one day, but there's no plans at the moment.
0: Now it's time for our review. Alongside the Galaxy S20 and Galaxy Z flip phones, Samsung unveiled an upgraded pair of true wireless earbuds during its unpacked event in February, the Samsung Galaxy Buds Plus. They look remarkably similar to their predecessors, but what is new? Why the need for a second generation pair? Our own Cam Bunton has been testing them for a while so should have all the answers. He joins me now to review the latest earphones Samsung has to offer. So Cam, tell us about the Samsung Galaxy Buds Plus. How do they differ from the previous Galaxy Buds that were released
2: last year? So this year, Galaxy Buds Plus, unlike Apple, who added uh, ANC, active noise cancelling to their AirPods with the AirPods Pro, the Galaxy Buds Plus are basically just plus in terms of battery life. Um, they you've, And they've also improved the sound somewhat from the last generation as well. So you get a much longer battery And you get more bass in the sound. Is essentially the the two biggest differences between them. Uh, But the battery life is is a big deal because you can take them out the case, listen to music and keep listening for up to 11 hours and the battery will just keep going. And then you just put them back in the case when you need to charge them again. So the battery life is really, really good. That's quite
0: spectacular in comparison to other um, in-ear true wireless earphones that I've used, certainly.
2: Yeah, it is. I think for that... um, For that one long spell of music listening, it's one of the best ones out there. But what the only downside to this is that you only get one extra charge in the charging case, whereas a lot of other charging cases will give you three, four uh, extra full charges as well as whatever you use when you play the music all the way through. So in total, you get 22 hours of music playback, whereas maybe the AirPods will give you 24 There are even some, uh, like the Cambridge Audio ones, which are much cheaper. They can go up to 45 total music playback time, including all the battery in the case as well. So um, overall, um, not spectacular, including the case. But yeah, one long listening period. If you're just going to go on a really long flight and you want to listen to music the entire time, you won't find many that will go longer than the Buds Plus in one session.
0: Um, of course, they didn't bring in ANC, which was actually expected before they were launched. Um, do you think that's going to be a massive, a major, um, a
2: problem for many? Um, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I think when you when you compare it to the AirPods Pro, there's definitely a difference in the noise, the amount of noise that comes through when you're listening to your music. Because, I mean, the AirPods Pro obviously they're a lot more expensive again, because I mean they're Apple for one. Uh, and they had to be more expensive than the original AirPods. So those uh, they cost about £260, and the ANC in those is fantastic. You can almost put them in without playing any music at all, and, it, and you can't hear anything going on around you. Um, but with the Buds Plus, um, these are more sort of targeting the non-ANC headphones that are around. Again, standard AirPods are a similar price to Galaxy Buds Plus, but because of the silicon tip, uh, the design of that tip, produce as a a sort of a seal around the the outside of your ear uh, in the ear canal and so it it does a pretty good job of cancelling out noise passively Uh, it just doesn't get that extra boost from the active noise cancelling that you might get from more expensive pairs
0: all right let's talk about the actual audio quality um yeah you've tested an awful lot of true wireless headphones over the last year or so how do these compare to others are they are they um because i wasn't a big fan of the original galaxy buds i'll be be honest
2: about that so how do these compare okay so it's it's a funny one because some people guaranteed are going to like these because one thing i found about them is that there's a lot more bass Uh, than you got on the previous Galaxy Buds. So you still there's plenty of it. There's lots of bass. You still get the good separation between the mids and the trebles. But the one thing I found that lacked with the Galaxy Buds Plus was just the overall quality of the audio. You know, when you put in a really good pair of earphones and it's just clean, it's detailed, it's not harsh or rough, uh, it doesn't distort or anything like that. Whereas the Galaxy Buds, they tend to have that sort of tendency to do it slightly if you push them a little bit too loud. Um, or even if you just compare them to a, another really good sounding pair of earphones, it starts to show a little bit flat. I don't know. It's, it's difficult to describe unless you actually listen to it, but you get lots of impact and it sounds impressive, but at the same time, it's not very clean and crisp and detailed. So it depends what you're after, really. If you want something to just power you through your workout sessions in the gym, uh, these are going to be fine. But There are similarly priced options from Masteron Dynamic called the MW07 Go, which are a similar price to these, similar battery life overall, including the case. But the sound quality is just that much better. So if you want sound, while still getting a good pair of true wireless in-ears for working out, the MW07 Go, I think, do make a better option.
0: Here's something that um, people don't really talk about an awful lot in when they're looking at um, true wireless headphones is the case itself. Um, how how big is it? Because I, I, there's some that I've encountered that have enormous cases that don't really fit comfortably in a pocket.
2: Well, thankfully, I think most of them are getting smaller now. And Samsung's, I mean, is really neat and compact. It's like this little pill-shaped plastic case. It easily will fit in your palm, easily fit in the pocket. Um getting the earbuds out to begin with is a little bit of a challenge, but you soon develop a knack of just being able to get them out really quickly. Uh, but the other thing worth noting with the case is it has wireless charging built in as well. So if you have a uh, Samsung Galaxy S20 or some one of the more modern Samsung phones or anything with reverse wireless charging, you can just pop it on the back of your phone, charge the earphones up, or just put it on a regular wireless charger. So it's pretty convenient, really portable, easy to carry around. So um no complaints about the case whatsoever do they also uh work with iOS as well as android yes you can pair them with ios or android you just don't have the convenience that you would get from having an airpod or sorry a pair of airpods uh because you'd have to do it all manually from within the bluetooth settings but yes you can you can pair it with anything that's got a bluetooth connection basically and listen to music as you would with any bluetooth earphones and
0: um, so uh, in summary um if you were going out there to buy a pair of true wireless earphones right this minute and uh, you weren't really looking for
2: active noise cancellation would these be on your list they wouldn't be top of my list if i'm honest they're perfectly fine um but no i don't think they'd be top of my list but they'd definitely be in my top 3 if i had a specific budget in mind if i didn't want to spend more than much more than 150 pounds Or if it was a choice between Samsung and Apple, as always seems to be the case, then I think these are a better option than the bog standard AirPods in terms of um, um, fit and finish and the sound. But um, no, is the honest answer, they would not be uh, top of my list, but they're perfectly fine. And of course, they actually are available
0: to some people as free add-on to their Samsung Galaxy S20 if they pre-order it. So uh, thanks, Cam. Thanks for taking us through the Galaxy Buds Plus. No worries. Thanks for having me. So that's it for this week's Pocket Limp podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, why not pop onto your listening platform of choice and give us a jolly fine review so others can discover it. We'll be back next week with more tech chat, another great interview and a review of one of the biggest gadgets around. Until then, I've been Rick Henderson.
3: Tatty bye.